Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. We dive into stories of true crime, from unsolved cold cases, to historic kidnapping, to gangsters, and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. Speak on 911, what's the location of the emergency? Sandy Hook School, I think there's somebody shooting in here. Sandy Hook School. Okay, what makes you think that? Because somebody's got a gun, I saw a glimpse of somebody, they're running down the hallway. Okay. They're still running, they're still shooting. Sandy Hook School, please. Barbara. Date with all of our content, check us out on Twitter at True Crime NS and on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast and on Facebook, True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. This show is sponsored by Pondex. Visit Pondex.com. Use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your order. It's a pleasure to have you here. Now let's get into today's episode. But first, a little background. As of November 30th, 2012, 456 children were enrolled in kindergarten through fourth grade at Sandy Hook Elementary School. Yes, I remember those days when I was in elementary school. It was a lot of fun, but I didn't have to deal with these kind of issues that surfaced over the years. The school's security protocols had recently been upgraded, requiring visitors to be individually admitted after visual and identification review by video mo- Doors to the school were locked at 9.30 a.m. each day after morning arrivals. Shoot, I think when I went to school, you could easily just walk right into school no matter who you were. I mean, you still checked in, but I mean, I don't think they really cared who it was. Newtown is in Fairfield County, Connecticut, 60 miles from New York City. Violent crime had been rare in the town of 28,000 residents. There was only one homicide in the town in the 10 years before the school shooting. Under Connecticut law at the time, the 20-year-old Adam Lanza was old enough to carry a long gun, such as a rifle or shotgun, but too young to own or carry handguns. The gun he used had been purchased legally by his mother. And this whole shooting spree started with the murder of Nancy and Lanza. Sometime before 9.30 a.m. on Friday, December 14, 2012, Lanza shot and killed his mother, Nancy Lanza, aged 52, with a 22 caliber Savage Mark II rifle at their new town home. Investigators later found her body clad in pajamas in her bed with four gunshot wounds to her head. Lanza then drove to Sandy Hook Elementary School in his mother's car. Shortly after 9.35 a.m., armed with his mother's Bushmaster rifle and 10 magazines with 30 rounds each, Lanza shot his way through a glass panel next to the locked front entrance door of the school. 
who was wearing black clothing, yellow earplugs, sunglasses, and an olive green utility vest. Initial reports that he was wearing body armor were incorrect. Some of those present heard the initial shots on the school intercom system, which was being used for morning announcements. Principal Don Huxbrung and school psychologist Mary Sherlock were meeting with other faculty members when they heard, but did not recognize gunshots. The two and lead teacher Natalie Hammond went into the hall to determine the source of the sounds and encountered Lanza. A faculty member who was at the meeting said that the three women called out, Shooter, stay put, which alerted their colleagues to the danger and saved their lives. An aide heard gunshots. A teacher hiding in a math lab heard school janitor Rick Thorne yell, put the gun down. Lanza killed both Hawksprung and Sherlock. Hammond was fir hit first in the leg and then sustained another gunshot wound. She lay still in the hallway and then, not hearing any more noise, crawled back to the conference room and pressed her body against the door to keep it closed. She was later treated at Danbury Hospital. A nine-year-old boy stated that he heard the shooter say, put your hands up. Someone else says, don't shoot. He also heard many people yelling and many gunshots over the intercom while he and his classmates and his teacher took refuge in a closet in the gymnasium. Diane Day, a school therapist who had been at the faculty meeting with Hawksprung, heard screaming followed by more gunshots. A second teacher, who was the substitute kindergarten teacher, was wounded in the attack. While she was closing a door further down the hallway, she was hit in the foot with a bullet that ricocheted. Lanza never entered her classroom. After killing Hawksprung and Sherlock, Lanza entered the main office but apparently did not see the people hiding there. Sixty hid under a desk in her office. She later described seeing the door opening and Lanza's boots and legs facing her desk from approximately 20 feet away. He remained standing for a few seconds before turning around and leaving. She and the school secretary, Barbara Halstead, called 911 and hid in a first aid supply closet for as long as four hours. Janitor Rick Thorne ran through hallways alerting classrooms. Lanza then entered a first grade classroom where Lauren Rousseau, a substitute teacher, had herded her first grade students to the back of the room and was trying to hide them in a bathroom when Lanza forced his way into the classroom. Russo, Rachel De Avino, a behavioral therapist who had been employed for a week at the school to work with a special needs student, 15 students in Russo's class were all killed. 14 of the children were dead at the scene. One injured child was taken to a hospital for treatment, but was later declared dead. Most of the teachers and students were found crowded together in the bathroom. A six-year-old girl, the sole survivor, was found by police in the classroom following the shooting. She hid in the corner of the classroom bathroom during the shooting. Her family's pastor said she survived by playing dead. When she reached her mother, she said, Mommy, I'm okay, but all my friends are dead. The child described the shooter as a very angry man. A girl hiding in bathroom with two teachers told police that she heard a boy in the classroom screaming, Help me, I don't want to be here. To which Lanza responded, Well, you're here, followed by, quote, hammering sounds. Lanza next went to another first grade classroom nearby. At this point, there are conflicting reports about the order of events. According to some, the classroom's teacher, Victoria Soto, had concealed some of the students in a closet or bathroom, and some of the other students were hiding under desks. Soto was walking back to the classroom door to lock it when Lanza entered the classroom. Lanza walked to the back of the classroom, saw the children under the desks, and shot them. First grader Jesse Lewis shouted at his classmates to run for safety, and several of them did. Lewis was looking at Lanza when Lanza fatally shot him. Another account, given by a surviving child's father, said that Soto had moved the children to the back of the classroom 
and that they were seated on the floor when Lanza entered. According to this account, neither Lanza nor any of the occupants of the classroom spoke. Lanza stared at the people on the floor, pointed the gun at a boy seated there, but did not fire. The boy ran out of the classroom. A Hartford Courant report said that six of the children who escaped did so when Lanza stopped shooting, either because his weapon jammed or he erred in reloading it. Earlier reports said that as Lanza entered his classroom, Soto told him that the children were in the auditorium. When several of the children came out of their hiding places and tried to run for safety, Lanza fatally shot them. Soto put herself between her students and the shooter, who then fatally shot her. Anne-Marie Murphy, the special education teacher who worked with special needs students in Soto's classroom, was found covering six-year-old Dylan Hockley, who also died. Soto and four children were found dead in the classroom. Soto, near the north wall of the room with a set of keys nearby, one child was taken to the hospital but was pronounced dead. Six surviving children from the class and a school bus driver took refuge at a nearby home. According to the official report released by the state's attorney, nine children ran from Soto's classroom and police found two hiding in a class bathroom. Five of Soto's students were killed. But now on to the good news, the survivors. First grade teacher Caitlin Roig, 29 years old, hid 14 students in a bathroom and barricaded the door, telling them to be completely quiet to remain safe. It is believed that Lanza bypassed her classroom, which was the first classroom on the left side of the hallway, possibly because following a lockdown drill weeks earlier, Roig had failed to remove a piece of black construction paper covering the small window in her classroom door. Lanza may have assumed that Roig's classroom was empty because the door was closed and the window covered. School library staff Yvonne and Marianne Jacob first hid 18 children in a part of the library the school used for lockdown and practice drills. Discovering that one door would not lock, they had children crawl into a storage room where she barricaded the door with a filing cabinet. Music teacher Mary Rose Kristop 50, barricaded her 4th graders in a tiny supply closet during the rampage. Lanza arrived moments later, pounding on the door and yelling, Let me in! While the students in the classroom quietly hid inside. Two third grade students, chosen as classroom helpers, were walking down the hallway to the office to deliver the morning attendance sheet. As the shooting began, teacher Abby Clements pulled both children into her classroom where they hid. Laura Feinstein, a reading specialist at the school, gathered two students from outside her classroom and hid with them under desks after they heard gunshots. Feinstein called the school office and tried to call 911, but could not connect due to lack of reception on her cell phone. She hid with the children for approximately 40 minutes, at which point law enforcement came to lead them out of the room. The police heard the final shot at 9.40 a.m. They believed that it was Lanza shooting himself in the lower rear portion of his head with the Glock 20 SF in classroom 10. Lanza's body was found wearing a pale green pocket vest over a black polo shirt, over a black t-shirt, black sneakers, black fingerless gloves, black socks, and a black canvas belt. Other objects found in the vicinity of Lanza included a black boonie hat and thin framed glasses. The Glock was found, apparently jammed, near Lanza, and the rifle was found several feet away from him. A 9mm Sig Sauer, which was not fired during the incident, was found on Lanza's person. Authorities determined that Lanza reloaded frequently during the shooting, sometimes firing only 15 rounds from a 30-round magazine. He shot all but two of his victims twice. 
or multiple times, I should say. Most of the shootings took place in two first-grade classrooms near the entrance of the school. The students among the victims totaled eight boys, twelve girls, all either six or seven, and the six adults were all women who worked at the school. Bullets were also found in at least three cars parked outside the school, leading police to believe that he fired at a teacher who was standing near a window. When police interviewed survivors, the teacher recalled hearing Lanza curse several times, as well as saying such things as, Look at me, and come over here, and look at them. Let us know in your comments, in the comment section below, I should say, um, your thoughts about this incident. Um, and if you're out of Clearly, you're probably out of elementary school, but um, you have any good memories of elementary school? I know I did. Looking back, like I think I wasn't the greatest student in elementary school, to be honest. But looking back, like you could be more relaxed. You didn't have to worry about people going to your school to shoot you. It was relaxed. It was fun. It was you learned stuff. You got to spend time with your friends. It was peaceful. Now it's just a nightmare. Because, I mean, you can go now, and you don't know if it's going to be your last class for the re for your life. Excuse me. So if you want to see other videos like this one from this season, click up here for the playlist. And you can watch all the videos from this season or come over here and watch another popular video thank you so much for listening and watching be sure to hit the subscribe button right there and we'll see you next time oh and if you want to support the show buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash tcns your support will help this channel grow and please help us reach a thousand subscribers by april 8th I believe we can do that, and with your help, we can make that a reality. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast, and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNN, or become a patron at patreon.com slash True Crime Never Sleeps. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.